and welcome back to another episode of JPN Beats Talk. We're here. Energy is thick and great. In the gym, we're just gonna pump. We're just gonna pump the iron, the metaphorical iron. It's gonna move weights up, down, all around. That's why I'm wearing no sleeves. Great. Let the gun show rain for as long as the temperatures are. I'm not going to say it's 80 degrees in October, so... It's a bit zesty. Yeah. Hey, speaking of October, it's the best time of the year because we really league baseball. We're in the playoffs. We're in the thick of the football season. I had a birthday. That's pretty nice. That is pretty nice. Happy birthday. Yeah, I don't know if it's nice, though, actually. I'm immediately regretting what I said. I'm now 36. It's nothing. All these birthdays are just worthless. They're just age older. I mean, you wiser? I mean, after, after 21, our birthdays... No. They're just kind of... No, they're just things. Well, no, no, 26, because then you get to rent a car. It's a weird deal. What, what, the, what a weird, arbitrary number. Oh, 26. 21 is a weird, arbitrary number. Yeah, yeah that's fair. That's fair. It should all really just be 18, shouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really should. Okay. Everything else I'm is, solved. You're welcome. I can join the military, but I can't have a beer. Yeah, no, it doesn't make a lot of sense. That doesn't make any sense, actually. Yeah. It's I'm, silly. It's silly. Just make it so when they're out of high school, then they can't drink. Yeah. Or they can't drink until they're out of high school or something like that. I don't know. Right. There's ways to, there's ways to make, make sense of it, make it work. But with the United States making laws that make sense? Never. No, never. Now they're not even making laws. They're taking a break. Silly. I hope it's shut down for a very long time. That'd be kind of fun. I would love chaos. Mm-hmm. A little anarchy? Yes. Hey, I'm hoping my Orioles are going to make some anarchy. I'm repping the Baltimore gear, AL East champs. Good for you. The first time since 2014. They won over 100 games for the first time since... That's been a piece. I don't know what to think about that. That's that, insane. That's too many years for me to count. Yeah. At yeah. least 40. It's up there. It's in the double digits for sure. Yeah, hold on to it while you still have it. You know that's right. That's right. So I'm excited. It's uh, it's great. There's hope for my O's. It's great. Hopefully, as we continue to pod here in the weeks to come, my joy increases or my devastation will be severe. Either way, is very positive. If it makes you feel any better, every NFL postseason, I'm depressed. So yeah, fine. yeah, I feel it. Yeah, it's so okay. Life goes on, right? Just hope for a good run. That's true. Fighting, they go down swinging. Yeah, I, I need to be genuinely satisfied with the regular season that they've had and just take whatever happens in the postseason as bonus. Really? It's like, hey, if it happens, great. And if it doesn't, it's been a, it's been a phenomenal year. So much fun. So it's been great. Yeah. So it's October. I love it. It's phenomenal. There you go. Yeah, it's great to be here. It's a good, it's a good month. It is. It's just not as cold as I would like it. I'd like it a little bit breezier. Yeah, we need to get into some flannel season. I'd love a crisp yep. autumn breeze. A little Al Borland Ugh. season. Ugh. I hated that I said crisp autumn breeze. It's okay. Am I a poet? Ugh. Well, Ugh. you can buy your own house, so you're maturing. You're against, you know, all odds and all efforts. You're that, not, you just are. That's you want it. autumn. You're there. That's it. I'm painting the living room like a bright <laughs> orange. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I have to. So to keep up with my youthful charm, I can't Whatever be I can't be a mature adult. Whatever it takes. I handle maturity. Yeah. Just punch a hole in the drywall, you'll be fine. No, don't even need to break out the paint. See, but I don't know. Yeah, what just get riled up at a football game, right? And hit the drywall. I'm actually miss the stud. Mark the studs first. I'm actually really proud of myself. I'm a lot more calmer mm. 
that's that's a Jesus thing because the year prior, oh, I the, the year prior I got so mad at the Cowboys' first game that yeah. I told everybody that I was close to that I would not re- watch it at, at all, and then I think that lasted about a month. I yeah. <laughs> I, I've spent too much time getting emotionally wrapped up in an unhealthy amount oh. uh, with sporting events. And there's there's really a blissful just release and balance when you realize that, hey, it's there for fun. And therefore, if it's not fun, I don't really need to invest that much time and energy into it. My grandpa, my grandpa is the best example of this because yeah. he does not have an NFL team. He doesn't have one. He just loves watching the sport, and he just goes and he goes. Oh, did you see that, uh, Aaron Rodgers? He just threw a, a deep pass. He's got a beautiful arm, and he'll talk to me about like all the other quarterbacks because that's all he pays attention to is the quarterbacks. He's a QB guy. He's like, oh, who's that? Uh, who's that quarterback uh, for the Chiefs? There, he does pretty good. He looks like he's got a chance to turn to a good player. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's Patrick Mahomes. And he's like, he's pretty good. And then and then I'll tell him their contracts. He's like, oh my gosh, that's way too much money. That's outrageous. They don't need that much money. What? And then we'll believe it. It's honestly like but he's happy. I'm jealous because I have have people who are like, Riley, you need to get into hockey. And you got pick a team. Like, pick a team, get in hockey, join us. And I'm kind of like, you know, I kind of want I would kind of want hockey to be that for me. I don't think I want. Y'all, I don't think right. I want skin in the game. I right. That's Follow real. the sport, enjoy it, but don't pick a team that can break your heart. Who gets in the most fights? Mm-hmm. That is who I will be googling, yep. and then I'll be watching that every time. Yeah. Yes, yep. October is a great year. We get every sport on yep. TV at once. It's awesome. It's just the best. Yeah, big fan. Big fan personally. So and there you go. We got Loki season we two in this particular. We are October. making predictions. Bonuses. It's Bonuses. Crazy. We'll predict. Make some predictions for Loki. Uh, what else should we talk about? I mean, I'll talk about some comic characters. I love talking about my C listers. Those you haven't heard of before. Let's give them some time. Let's give them some attention. We've got Cuz Comics. Cuz Comics is bad. Yes, Cuz Comics. Come is bad. on. Yeah. Love me some Cuz Comics. And top five for you. Amazing. Amazing. I'm but stoked. We want to start this off with your birthday present to make Soul happy that he gets to see you open it. I think that's let's only do it. Okay, let's okay. do it. Wow, bless so, you guys. Because I uh, refuse to wrap things. It just stays in the bag. Let me tell you. Man to man. Wrapping paper is overrated. Well, this is how it should be. Look. Right? I got Tucker, my buddy. Yes. Like a Lego James Bond car he the could novel. build. Yep. 20 bucks. I was like... It's actually not a bad deal. Come on now. Huge James Bond guy, huge puzzle guy. Okay. So I was like, okay, this is Super a no right, right, right. This is easy. I literally put it in my backpack when I went down there, right. and I'm like, "You ready for your present?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "Here." I literally just took it out of my backpack and just let him look at. Right. It. Let's just skip steps. I love it. Okay. Without further ado, come on, you rascals! The Marvel Universe map by map. I've been eyeballing this. Have you really? I've been eyeballing this. This is on the Amazon wish list. Proud piece. Come on. We did good, Saul. We did good. Well done, fellas. Appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. Wow. Fantastic. I feel better that it's even off the list. That's That's great. great. No, that's that's thoughtful. It's all the things. It's a handsome looking book. Guys, 
You sons of bees. Sits right there. How you doing? Good to see you. All right. I well, can't wait to be breaking into that. I'm not going to say. I would Stickers. love to see what's inside of it at some point. Yeah, I'll bring you back. I'll bring you back. I'll share. Yeah, and check out Wakanda together. It's there we great. go. And, well, yeah, I saw the back, and I'm like, that's probably what's going to be best at Mayhem. It, so. looks, it looks like such a visual treat. Like, when you have the idea, like, because I haven't looked inside of it. Right. But just the cover is phenomenal. When I think of, hey, map to map to see, like, just a little more detail of each fictional world, that's great. Whether it be Wakanda, Asgard, I mean, Atlantis, let's go. Let's now, get into it. Now, I don't want to ruin this for you or anyone else, but my no, thought, no, anyway. this is my thought process on it. Yep. It's like, how many of the Marvel writers are like, okay, we need to break out the map, and we need this to be accurate to the map? Zero. Zero. Oh, 100%. <laughs> They really just pulled that out of their ass. Yeah. That was exactly what that book is. Yeah. And great. Fantastic. At least it's for originality. It builds oh. and it helps build, I think. It's just a nice little world builder. Nice little world builder. Just a little pizzazz. Guys. Like the little the sauce guy that's yep. no longer allowed at sporting events because he just took over the trophies. So yes. Bummer. Bummer. I love it. I love it. I'm stoked. Thank you so much. What a what an honor to receive said gift. Bless you both. Should we get into it? Let's get into it. All right. What would you like to start with, Miles? Oh, great question. I don't have a preference. Let's start with Loki. We want to start right off the gate. Let's Loki. do. Let's okay. go big, man. So Loki's coming out later this week, Thursday the 5th, uh, season two, which frankly, I didn't think would ever be a thing way back when we found out that we were getting a Loki show. Right. Like I, I truly didn't anticipate that it would be a season one followed by what is obviously now season two. Who knows if there will be a season three. I just assumed probably a one-off. And I remember us dialoguing about Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is now, of course, uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, the TV show, and WandaVision, because those were the three shows originally announced as Disney Plus Marvel shows. And, and Loki... I. It was either second or third on that list of what was I looking forward to. But it was probably the best out of those three. Hard hard to argue with that. Yeah. Hard to argue with that, for sure. Yeah. So fascinating that I'm anticipating a season two. But Owen freaking Wilson, I mean, come on. I can get more of Owen all day. Mobius and Mobius. Freaking M and M. So that's great. Um with season two, part of what's fascinating upon reflection is just thinking about where we've come from since the time that season one concluded to where season two is about to kick off. Hope is uh, dwindling, if not altogether gone in the MCU. It's been a rough ride, as we've documented ad nauseum. And so I think we're at a point, really broadly speaking, where this season, there's a lot of pressure on this season. If this doesn't go well, why keep going? If you're the MCU, why not just reset the dang thing? Like, why, why are you still pressing on? That's where I'm at with it. But, but that's a really broad perspective. We'll get into the nitty-gritty prediction details. But broadly speaking, that's, that's kind of how I'm approaching it. What about you? I, I'm in the same boat. Because it's like, I don't know, there's so much hope when the first season came out. So yes. I still have hope in the second season. I do, too. Because Tom Hiddleston is fantastic. Yep. I'm curious... Where they're going to take it and where they're going to leave it off. 
Because right. to me, right. what are they doing with Kang at the end of this? They spent so much time setting him up in season one. And he's going to be in this right. as Victor Timely. But what I, wa- what I want to see is where, because obviously you can't beat him here and then be done with it. Very true. So Yep, very true. I'm I'm excited to see where that's going to go. Yeah. And then I'll you know, I'll make my predictions here in a little bit. But like yeah, I don't know. I, some of the characters look great too. I mean, it for a rumor had it we're getting maybe a couple more mutants. Okay. And then uh okay. we're, we're getting uh which was teased. Oh, so so much teasing. Right. And then yeah. we're getting the best supporting actor in the, that just won an Oscar. Yep. Short round. Right. So yep. he looks like I he's a gem. Great fit. He seems like a genuinely nice dude. Great fit. So super excited to see him in this. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. And as long as Mobius gets his jet ski, I think we all win. Pull. We do need so. Mobius on his jet ski, don't we? Yeah. Excuse me. I uh I think as far as the show itself is concerned, I do think it's going to be good. I do. I think it's self-contained enough where it really can't be, I don't think it can be too badly harmed by the shenanigans that have taken place in between seasons one and two. My biggest concern as it pertains to what the show could be, is can it reach its max potential, is with the public drubbing that Jonathan Majors has taken in the last calendar year, does that mean that whatever the original intention was for the character of Kang, this particular variant, Victor Timely, does that mean it's being dramatically altered and we're going to have this sense throughout the show of something's just not quite on, something's off a little bit, we're missing just a little bit of flavoring here, it just feels a little too stale. That's my only that's the only reason that I have to be concerned. Have there not been any any Jonathan Majors news? I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel that way. I'd I'd be unabashedly unreined and purely stoked for this movie or for the movie for this show. So that's the that's the main and really the only thing that gives me pause, Riley. And rightfully so. I mean, we've seen Marvel botch it before with James Gunn. Yeah. And so, you know, I think this time they're being, oh, they're taking their time with it. I think, sure. they've, I think they've seen what they personally did with James Gunn. Right. I think they've seen what happened with Johnny Depp. Yep. And people pulled the, tr- the trigger way too right. fast. Yeah. And then after things kind of settled and they realized they messed up, they, they bring right. him back, but it's too late. Right. Because the damage was already done. And now you lose a great director to DC. Yep. So. That's ramifications of that hasty choice. Right. Yeah. So, and not on top of that, you pissed off the entire cast of yep. that franchise to the fact where right. most of them don't want to come back. Correct. And I think that's a large part of it. Yep. So. No question. I think, I think it'll be okay, at least for this. Yeah. But I, I'm also not super, like if they eventually go down the line, and I hope this doesn't happen because I think he's a, I think he was great as Kang in Ant-Man. Totally agree. If they had to recast him, yep. you can just say it's another variant. Right. We've already had it happen with three Spider-Men that huh. were played by different actors. Huh. I don't think anyone's going to be upset by an alternate Kang that's Correct. still played by a phenomenal actor like a John Boyega, for instance. Yep. 
So uh, David Washington. David Washington. Yeah. Fantastic choice. Yeah. I want to see him as John Stewart. But Ooh. that's besides the point. Good call. Yes, thank Good you. Good call. But regardless, <laughs> there's options. I agree. So yeah. No, I'm choosing to be optimistic about it. I'm choosing to look forward to it. There's going to be enough there to enjoy. I, I That piece makes me nervous, but hey, at this point, the show is in the can. It's been made, so we're going to have to absorb it one way or the other. So, okay, is it prediction time? Yeah. Okay. First prediction that I have, and this is hedging real hard, so not a very firm prediction here. There will either be... Just the one version of Kang in this show, Victor Timely, or there will be dozens. No middle ground. No two or three. It'll either be one or we'll just get a bundle of them. Okay. And it's probably just going to be the one. It's what it feels like to me. It would. It would Your I, thoughts. I can see them. I can see them chasing the one around okay. for a little bit, uh-huh. and then yep. it explodes at the end. But I also think that's how it needs to end. Sure. Like, I think it needs to end where they set up and, like, they take out Victor Timely and then yep. they realize, oh, when we kill He Who Remains, here's what we're dealing with. And Loki gets taken out by the three Kangs they showed at the end of Ant-Man. Sure. And yeah. just let him get hounded in the face. Oh. Just let it Just let it be a beat down like Ant-Man got. Ant-Man? Ant-Man put up a fight. But he got his ass handed to him. Right. But yeah, he was getting very... He, he got lucky. He did. He got very lucky. There was a... Very lucky. That's the first time I've seen Ant-Man on screen where I'm like, are they going to kill him? <laughs> I legitimately thought there's a good chance. I was like, he's going to die here. They're going to kill Paul Rudd. Rudd. They're going to kill Paul Rudd in front of our eyes. They're going to kill the immortal man in front of us. <laughs> so I think that would really build up to his danger. Yep. So if they do something with, I mean, taking Loki out of it and then having like Thor run back into him right. at some later point, great, fantastic, whatever you want to sure. do. But sure. I think if you want to, you guys really need to hammer home Kang at this point because you put all your chips on this guy and so far, you didn't put any chips anywhere else and right. it shows. Right. And so, because oh no one's excited for Captain Marvel. No one is excited for the Marvels. No one is excited. Okay, so I don't know. No, no, I don't know one person who is. There's not a villain where I'm like, yes, no, no, nothing. No. So you have to, you have to make Kang think back. Yeah, and this is this is the show where it needs to happen. Yep. So, yeah, that's that kind of goes in my prediction a little bit. Oh, that's okay. great. That was lean, my lean into it. That was literally mine. I was like, I think. That last episode or two, we're seeing a lot of Kangs. We're seeing, mm-hmm. I think Loki is, I don't think he's going to die, but bad stuff is going to happen to him in that final episode. I just think so. And I think it has to be that way. Yeah. I don't think they'll erase him from existence with the thing, because I think that's just silly. Yeah. But. Well, and also, right. And now we know that when you get pruned, you're you just, just go back. Right. You're some... exiled. You're right. not, I mean, you're doomed probably to be eliminated, but it's not a guarantee. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll be really fascinated uh, to see what, 
what the explanation is. And it's going to have to be fairly, I think, early on in season two, what the explanation of the mechanics are for what we saw at the end of season one to what has led into season two. And what I mean by that is, as it was explained to us by He Who Remains, that particular version of Kang, hey, he, He Who Remains, has taken all of the potential multiverse and just winnowed it down to one universe. And so he's pruning the multiverse that's trying to break free from the sacred timeline, right? But then he also reveals that, well, actually, but if you kill me, Sylvie or Loki, obviously they're both Lokis, but you get the point. If you kill me, now the multiverse is going to reemerge, right? So I'm really curious because Sylvie's was such a critical piece of season one. What's her role here in season two? What has happened now that Sylvie killed He Who Remains? Like, are we seeing, where are we going to see that multiverse take place? Like, all the trailers have talked about Loki being sent all around time, but there hasn't been a lot of conversation or hints towards multiverse. It's just been time. Those are two different things, I think. So I'm I'm very curious about. So just, again, the mechanics. Because the world building in season one was delightful. Uh, it, it It was new. We hadn't had any multiversal conversation or elements in all of phases one, two, and three. So it felt like a real a real foundation was being laid that since then has not been cashed <laughs> in on. So I'm curious. I'm very curious. Well, and it the trailers remind me a lot of the Deadpool 2 end credit. Okay. Right? Deadpool's just like hits the thing, it goes back into time. Yep. That's kind of what and obviously his were for jokes, but like yes, that's yes. kind of the vibe that I'm getting from it. Yeah, sure. And so I'm also curious about the multiverse because when, I mean, they show Victor Timely and yes. it's like olden days, right? right? right. So is this yeah, olden like days? Yeah, like kind of. Right. Right. Is this the main timeline olden days or is this yes. olden days right. different universe exactly. where it was 1800, exactly. every, nothing, everything aged at a different time exactly. or something like that? Yeah. And something that I would really like to see, and I don't think they'll do it, but I would love to see like a multiverse of... You know, Doctor Strange did it, right? But I also wouldn't mind it, like, them pulling a couple just randoms real quick. Yeah. And just showing the different multiverses. Like, it doesn't have to be this extreme, but if you pulled, like, Quicksilver from the X-Men to just be like, hey, we got him. But, like, also, like, a character that's well-loved, that version is anyways. And then to pull, like, a Deadpool. This would be a great spot for Deadpool to show up. Correct. But, like... Trying to figure out, okay, who do you pull? Mm-hmm. Like, how fun? Like, how fun would it be for Loki to be teamed up with a alternate version of the Hulk? Because those two well, have not gotten Captain along. America, right. right, Captain America, <laughs> great thing. Tony Stark, an alternate. Imagine yeah. an evil Tony Stark paired up with that Loki. Right, like. Right. Seeing him have interactions with the characters that he's already had interactions with, but yep. realizing that these are not the people that he actually is aware of. Yep. So uh, that's kind of what I would want to see in mm-hmm. Kang's possible effects on these other timelines to be like, oh, this this is pretty much dead now because right. of this Kang conquered it. Yep. So 
that's kind of where I'm at with that portion. I'm I am very curious how they handle the multiverse for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It because again, it just hasn't even been eased in the trailers. It had they that word hasn't been used, not even a more traditional, oh, universe, world, like none of those words have been used. It's been all about time. And that's very like that's a I think really critical distinction. So I'm fascinated to see what comes of that. Well, and we really even haven't gotten a multiverse movie. Like we had Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and we saw three different universes. The closest multiverse two or three. movie we got was the Spider-Man movie. Right. Uh, that that was really the only Marvel movie that has cashed in on the idea of multiverse. In a meaningful way. And that's only two other universes. So, for this, for me, Loki needs to be on the level of across the Spider-Verse when it comes to multiverse. I'm not saying level of quality and content as much as I would love it if Loki was on that level. But that is like a high, like, that's a very heart-to-top level. Right. But if they bring in more, like, they somehow set up where... Loki finds out, oh, there's this entire team of Kangs, the yep. the, can- the Council of Kangs. Right. And if he's like, okay, well, we're going to have the Council of Lokis and sure. you watch all these different Lokis Absolutely. build up. Or like, why not have a massive amount, right? Right. Why not? Well, I mean, we've even got this in the What If series. Correct. Where they're like, hey, this is the Avengers of the Multiverse. <laughs> and we have Party yep. Thor. And we have Captain Carter. Yep. And it's just like... Why are the animated doing so well with it compared yeah. to, right. you it's know what we action. can have? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a great question. I, the the most bold thing that could come from this show, and it's not, not going to happen. I know it's not, but I wish that it would. I wish this show would end the MCU. I wish to get, I knew. Excuse me. I, I just wish that it would get to the point where Loki somehow inadvertently, accidentally just ruined ruined the universe and it came to an end. Like he just moved a rock and Seriously. then he came back and he's like, oops, well, I messed that up real bad. And it's just like this big tragedy of here's how Loki ruined everything. The Avengers saved the world by time traveling. And then Loki effed it up. It's just be incredible. As much as I would love that, it's it's too early. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. So it just so it's a prediction about what's not going to happen, but that I wish would happen. Right. Be incredible. Because like it just it feels like phase four would just stall mm. and didn't do anything. And then Correct. now it kind of feels like this show is supposed to pick up the whole multiverse thing. Right. And so right. Because yeah, because literally there have been been two years two movies that have tackled the concept outside of loki yeah and, and again aside from the spider-man movie like not in a meaningful way not in a meaningful right. way for mcu in a really broad sense or even a hey we're developing this character like on reflection it's really remarkable how well the spider-man movie did utilize the multiverse as a tool of storytelling right it made spider-man's character it brought him back to his roots which we loved and still think was a great move it impacted 
the rest of the MCU and that nobody else who had previously interacted with Peter Parker was aware of who he was. That's remarkable. So just tremendous stuff. And then that's been it. That's really sobering. Especially potential, and yet that's that's really it. Especially to bank your entire saga off of it and not do much with it. Right. So the Alien movie really didn't deal with multiversal implications. It was just... It's the microverse. It's really small. Right. But at least it's still dealt with Kang. Yeah. It's still it's Kang the character. Right. Agreed. And still gave him the background a little bit and still gave him like, oh, this dude is formidable. Yes. And he yeah. was the best part of that movie. Yeah. By far. Yeah. So at least it did something with the future of of the saga as a whole. Yep. Yeah. I I get the sense that and this is probably going to be wrong, but I get the sense that this is it for Tom Hiddleston as Loki. I just don't know how much longer he would really care to be the character. And I could see a path to where his version of Loki is concluded at the end of this season. That, that, that's where I'm at with it. That, that's my feel. And I'm like 51% certain that's the case and 49% going, no, no they, they wouldn't do that. To him, but I, I don't know. What in, do you think? in my opinion, I don't think Hiddleston goes out here. Okay. I think if Hiddleston rides it out, and I think the way they should do it yep. is it needs to be right along Chris Hemsworth and let them let those two finish it together because those two together in the beginning were fantastic. Yep. And have them yep. go out. I, I think that's only right because to have him go out before Thor and have Thor still out there. Right. And like mm. they've built up. Loki's remorse in this yep. entire thing right. for what he's done to his brother. Yeah. So for them to not have that peach at the end there, I think is a total like, okay. like I totally agree. Totally agree. That's how it should be. Travesty to the character. You think Thor will make an appearance in this season? No. I could. I know, but I wish it was. I wish he would. If they're getting rid of Loki, maybe. But if. And I would love it if Chris Hemsworth showed up. In right. This. It would be fantastic. Even if it was like a right. different right. version. Right. Just a goofy, like, kind of, ha, and that's it. Or bring back Throg. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. I saw some deleted scene of Chris Hemsworth voicing the frog. Oh, my God. So that would be fantastic. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I think they have to end it together for him, for, for either one of them to walk away. I think yeah. they both need to be done together. Yeah. And I don't think that'll happen until Secret Wars. So okay. that's my opinion. Okay, that's good. What are the predictions you have? Those those are my those are my predictions that pertains to the show. Uh, it's just I'm just trying to think of people who are gonna die. Yeah. Will like, Mobius get his jet ski? I think so because I think there will be a riot if he doesn't. He so has to. You gotta, after, you I believe that he's gonna I, get it right. I think Loki, or I think I think Mobius is gonna get his jet ski. Yep. I think personally they introduce some new weapon, right? Because they've said that the Infinity Stones are worthless. Sure. Right. And te- technically, the way that in the Infinity Saga, the Infinity Stones came up in other movies, and that's kind of what tied them all together. I would love them to do that for Kangs, just mm-hmm. different Kangs is the connecting piece. Sure. We talked about that before. Yeah. Um, but I also think it would be great to start introducing like some new like big bad weapon where it's like okay everybody was going for the the infinity gauntlet before and now we have this new thing that if kang gets his hands on it's lights out party's over yeah we're all screwed yeah 
So, mm. I don't know, something like that. But um, I think Sylvie's dead for sure. Ooh, okay. I think she's taking the sacrifice play. I don't think it's even close. And then they'll have some weird, like, little kiss goodbye, which still... Still is weird. That relationship is... Still weird. Yeah. Mind-boggling to me. Anyways, yeah. it's Loki. Loki's weird in the comics, too. So, uh... On brand, but... Weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. And so... Exactly. So we have that going. Uh... It, That's good. I, I agree. I think Sylvie's toast. Ravona, I could see dying too, but I know like her whole like storyline in the comics is she's like Kang's lover. Right. So right, they're tied together in a very real way. Uh, but like which Kang? That's the other question. It's like I think she's safe. Yeah, I think Sylvie. I think Sylvie's the only one that's toast. I, I really do. Well, if they if they kill off Short Round, there will also be riots. So Jeez. right, why bring the guy in just to? Ax him. They're cruel. Literally, you have Owen Wilson and that guy, and they're like the two nice guys of, yep. the, of the acting community. So they literally in the trailer had <laughs> Owen Wilson eating pie. And it was great. It was freaking awesome. Is it is it Ki Hoi Kwan? Ki Hoi Kwan? Uh yep. You got it. Okay. You crushed it. I might not have pronounced it perfectly. Oh, I crushed it. That's the only reason I keep saying short round because it's like I know I can say short round and I know right. it's right. I wanted to make sure I get his name right. So, but I did remember it correctly. It. Crushed it. Damn. Fantastic. I'm super excited for him in this movie. So, but yeah, it and, should be. I mean, it also looks like Loki's going to be playing with the good and the bad. So uh, maybe they just maybe they'll just turn him into this universe's Constantine. Hey, so why not? I'm just like, who cares? Right. He kind of is anyways. Constantine's probably a better dude than Loki, but, like, at the same time, like, you never know what you're going to get out of them. They're just shady Sasquatches. They're just shady. They are wild cards. They are the one true wild cards. So, yeah. Mm. I'm excited. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, anything else on the Loki front, my man? I got nothing. I got no other ideas. It's great. Prospects. Yep. I think we covered all the potential. I'm excited. Yep. It should be good. Yeah, yep. should be exciting. should be fantastic. should be freaking glorious. I love it. Okay, so this next segment where we ask each other questions, I've got a question for you this time, and it's based off a conversation that you and I had had previously, and so it just kind of cropped up in the old mind skull again. I was like, follow up with Riley on this. You told me sometime in the not-too-distant uh, past that I believe it was as we were discussing Ahsoka, okay. the show, okay, you said Star Wars exhausts you. I'd love to learn more about that. Tell me more, like, help me understand why Star Wars exhausts you. And I mean, this is the nicest, like, most complimentary way possible. And literally a thoughtful response on your part. I don't think I've ever heard anybody else say that Star Wars exhausts them. I mean, I've heard people say it's not my jam or I've kind of fallen out of favor with it, but it exhausts you. Tell me more. It it burns me out. Yeah. Like I have to be in the right mood. And that's just, that just might be also partially my personality because sometimes with the ADHD, you can hyper-focus on stuff sure, because sure. there was an entire month a couple of years ago where I was very obsessed with magic tricks. And so I just watched magic tricks every night before bed for like an hour and a half. You know how many Penn and Teller fool us clips I've seen? Too many. So proud. And I 
Guess what? I don't remember any of them. <laughs> I could watch them again and still be amazed. That's just how it works. Great. But with Star Wars, I, I think it just might be like, I don't know. Like Mandalorian, I don't get burned out of. And sure. I think it's because it's different. I think with the original and the prequel and then the extension of the Clone Wars, I think maybe it just drags a little bit. Because mm. that was kind of the whole thing with the prequels is it dragged and dialogue is very important to me. Yep. As like a yep. writer, communicator. Yep. Like, and when I have to hear a whole 20 minute spiel on why Anakin Skywalker doesn't like sand, I get bored. Oh. But like, even with like Clone Wars though, and I've noticed this with other shows, but like Clone Wars, I think that show, there were just some episodes where I was like, why is this important? Yep. Like, yep. I don't do well with shows that like are just like one episode, that's a story. Mm. And then like if there's no There's very little continuity running through the show. Right. If the yep. story isn't driven from episode one all the way to twenty-four, and right. like I said, you can go off on your little yep. tangents or whatever. But I mean, and anime is notorious for this. Anime will because of the way that it works over there, sometimes the show catches up with the book because they'll do the show like two years later after they found out the yeah. manga is successful. Yeah. So then the show will catch up. And so they have one or two options. It's either they keep the show going right. and make up make stuff until content. the book gets ahead again. Yep. Or they put it on hiatus, let it go again, and then start the show again. Sure. And I've seen both. Sure. Let me tell you, the amount of filler, because this is what they call it, it's filler. It is... Like Naruto, okay, one of the top three, four animes ever, uh, had at least 40 episodes that had nothing to do with anything. Right. And I watched them, but I hated it. And so, and I think that's, and I think that might just be it with Clone Wars. I think sometimes there are some episodes that introduce characters where I'm like, I don't care about this person. Yep. Like, and then there were other episodes where it's like Obi-Wan, they introduce like this love interest for Obi-Wan. And it goes back and forth with this concept of him giving up the four or get, giving up the Jedi order. Right. He, yep. he legitimately thought about giving up the, the Jedi to be with her. Right. And he couldn't do it because he's the Jedi was more important to him and his journey. And so he had to give her up. But they definitely still love each other. And so it makes that whole relationship complicated. But I like seeing like that. Yeah. That's I love Obi-Wan. So right. to see him get Dream more screen time, mm -hmm. great. But when I get like some like like background character or yeah. something getting like yeah. 10 minutes, and I think that's just I think that's just the way it goes with Star Wars for me. Mm. But like I so, know. like, Star Wars just, for you, doesn't always strike that balance of, hey, here's why this matters, right? It almost gets a little too lost in its own world well, at times. It, sometimes I think it just, like, I think it tries too hard. Sure. Like, sure. the original trilogy, fantastic. I, I'm, it has its problems, I'm sure. I couldn't go back through and be like, oh, right there. Yeah, I mean, there's, but, I, I've rewatched it several years ago, and there's, Certainly, portions of it that more than anything just haven't aged very well, right? And not, I don't mean from a visual point of view, I just mean from a storytelling point of view. Like, there's just gaps, but you watch other movies from that era, and it's like, hey, this is actually really solid, 
right. for that era of action movies, like the gaps are, you wouldn't watch it in the time that it was released and go, oh, there's a gap here. That wasn't very well explained. It's just, it, it's good. It's perfectly good. And the only issues with it, probably from the originals more than anything, are like when George Lucas went back and like tried to fix some things. Sure. That, sure. I know that wasn't well received. Right. And it felt kind of out of place even yeah. more. But like with the prequels, and A, it dragged. There were some story parts that took yeah. way too long. B, filler being the key word there, filler. Right. B, he introduced so many cool villains right. and just botched it mm-hmm. on each one. Mm-hmm. Like Darth Maul, when when you see him for the first time, you're like, one of the coolest looking villains there could be. You're like, that's a Sith Lord. Yes. I could picture another Sith Lord out of Vader. Perfect. Darth Maul. Yes. Yeah. And then, great kill for Obi-Wan, but, well, kill for Obi-Wan, but, like, and then he just go, and that's the other thing, too. Yes. He get cut, cuts it in half and they bring him back. I mean, that's a Cuz Comics moment right there. You should have done more with the character to begin with. Yeah. But I, I think it just, just shows they wasted, right? When they're like, wait, 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 wait. We got to find a way to bring him back. No, but he got cut in half. No, we got to find a way to bring him back. And we only had Qui-Gon for one movie. Yeah. Another example of that. Like, good and bad. We got great characters introduced. Episode, episode two, I'm biased. I really love that movie because that was the Star Wars movie it's I had as a great. kid. Yeah. But. Super entertaining. I did not need. All of the scenes of Anakin and Padme getting married on a separate planet. That had nothing with the final fight, the final battle to start the war. Awesome. Fantastic. Watching Mace Windu cut off Jango Fett's head? No. But, like, I don't... There's just some stuff I'm like, I don't need this in here now. And then, obviously, 3 was fantastic. Three is very hard. So then you have seven, eight, nine, and those try way too hard to be like the originals. And look at where it got us. Yeah. So I think sometimes they just, I just they don't they don't answer the question often enough of why why does this exist? And and that's very much a sequels problem. But even the prequels, I think you can challenge them with that question. Like I was talking with my with my brother about this just the other day, about how really episode one shouldn't exist. Episode two should have been episode one. Like we didn't need anything in episode one. Like legitimately, Qui-Gon Jinn, and I love Liam Neeson. What was the point of his character existing? Why not instead start us with episode two, Obi-Wan with Anakin as his Padawan? Why not start there? And you, so you didn't waste Maul. So you could still have time. Gives you more time and opportunity to hang out with Darth Maul. Gives you more time to hang out with oh, General Grievous, Count Dooku. Like three fantastic villains. Now, instead of them being abbreviated now you've got that much more time with them so really i think the biggest mistake the prequels made was that episode one existed take it out it doesn't need to exist it's and it's the same problem i have we talked a little bit with sam raimi like the problem i had with raimi fantastic with single characters right but when he had 
couple of villains, and I know it's yeah. not all his fault because yeah. I know for a I was fact forced on him. Sony forced Venom yes. on him 100%. He did yeah. not want Venom. Yeah. But at the same time, because of that, he did not know how to balance Sandman, yeah. Harry Osborn, right. and Venom. Yeah. So, and here, Star Wars, it felt like George Lucas was like, okay, let's just introduce all these cool Sith guys and then just one per each. Like, Grievous... Fantastic. I mean, he's not even a Sith Lord. He's just some robot dude with four arms right. and collects the lightsabers of Jedi he's murdered. That's fantastic. That's, That's fantastic. all I need. I'm sold on Grievous. Right. Like, you don't take the time to flesh these characters out, and it's frustrating. And Grievous should have had an awesome origin that we could have seen instead of he's just there. Right? Right. Like, that's a great character just when he's there, but let's see how he became what he is. Like, that, that'd that be phenomenal. Darth Maul didn't get dialogue. That's pretty silly. I, I think it would have been better if we could have actually heard from the guy once in a great while. Dooku, if the Clone Wars cartoon is to be believed, was a force. was an absolute force of not just you know, literal force abilities and lightsaber skills, but of manipulation, right? Of building support for the separatist movement. And in his own way was deceived by Palpatine. So there's some rich characters there to explore. I'm serious. I think if it could have been done, or if you could go back and do it again, episode one just doesn't exist. You start the episode two, and then you have a different episode two. And episode three can still play out exactly the way that it did. Just have more time with the characters that we really enjoy. And, you know, we, we've been very focused on the villains, but they they introduced an entire Jedi Council. Yep. And Floku hit Fisto. Two really cool yep. characters. Uh, Ki Adamunde or whatever, the guy with a really yep. large forehead, yep. also a cool-looking dude, right? right? Like You just don't get time with them. And They're just cool-looking characters that get smoked. You don't get to see. Right. And look, Clone Wars, that's where Clone Wars comes in. They do yeah. a great job. Kit Fisto and Plo Koon get their own episodes. Right. Fantastic. Right. But I shouldn't have to watch through all of this cartoon yeah. to get it. Yeah. And again, I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Clone Wars is bad because Clone Wars is good to me. But I think. Let's bring it back to the original question of why is it exhausted? Well, it's like you have to, as the consumer, as the fan, you have to chew through so much content to get to it's like the tootsie the tootsie pop it's like how many looks does it take to get to the center of the freaking tootsie pop it's like takes a lot of effort to get to that chewy center of goodness and people might also be like well riley you watch the mcu you know how much time you put in that right but here's the thing star wars is essentially the same thing yeah over and over again. Yep. And at least with Marvel, I have Spider-Man, who's a wall-crawling teenager who swings from webs. Yep. And then I have Iron Man. Right. I have Iron Man, who's a billionaire who built his own suit. I have yep. Hulk, a guy that just gets angry and then yep. turns into roided out green. Like, that's all different. And their stories are going to be very unique to them. Yes. With Star Wars, I'm always going to get a Jedi versus a Sith character. Yeah. I'm always going... In the main Star Wars... and. Don't get me wrong, that's great, but there's nothing, it doesn't feel unique enough for me. Uh, that's, that's a very fair critique. 
So, yeah. I, and I think that's where the repetitiveness gets. Like, even with Mando, season three, yeah. look, Mando is almost, is great. I love Mando. It's different. Yeah. But when they introduce clones again, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. can we get away yeah. from clones? Right. For the love of God, right. we, we are always doing clones. Old things. Yeah. Like, even the, like, yeah. sequels shat on clones, but they still brought still it in nine. It's still used them. Palpatine, like, away from them. We've had clones in literally every main. Doesn't it? Isn't it fascinating how it all comes back to? Do you have? And I mean, when I say it, it all coming back. I mean Star Wars and Marvel, DC. It all comes back to: Do you have a story that's worth telling or not? Like, do you or do you not? Because if you do, and by worth telling, I mean, hey, this is something. That's something new, or it's being presented in a new way. But if you're just repeating what's already been done, we don't. We just don't need that. If we can go back and re, we can go back and rewatch what's already been done and enjoy that. But if you're going to take the time to produce this movie, this show, whatever the case may be, man, it better have a story that's worth my time and energy to watch. Like I said earlier, I watched the new Batman movie. That's a character that probably doesn't actually need any more movies. Like, there's been, he, he's had his time. Like, if all of a sudden there was a, there was an absolute just outlawing of new Batman movies, like, you're just done. That would actually be okay because there's been plenty and they've been phenomenal. And yet, and yet, this most recent Batman movie found a worthwhile story to tell as it pertained to that character. They presented a familiar character in a new way with a different story than what we had seen previously, what we'd seen Batman, the character, go through, and it was phenomenal. But unless you're going to have a story worth telling, don't bother, quite frankly. Like just, just pass. Give it time. You don't have to do it. And I mean, think about the last these last Star Wars shows that have done well. Yep. You have Ahsoka. Yep. Now, well, she was a Jedi. She's no longer a Jedi. Yep. And she's not a Sith either. Right. So that is a whole new tract for that. Yep. For a... And it's, it's a twist. It's like she's Jedi and Jason. Right. But it's just enough of a twist where it's like, okay, now there's something unique. Right. And she's not following the Jedi Order. Right. She's doing what she believes is the right, right. thing to do. Yep. And that's what's great about it because it's like... Oh, you don't have to answer to an entire council. Correct. And you've seen Anakin turn into Darth Vader. Yep. Great for your character. Fantastic. Yep. Yep. Then you have Mandalorian, which the lore of Mandalore, phenomenal. Beautiful. You, you're right. in, you're going through the bounty hunting aspect of yep. Star Wars, yep. which everybody loved Boba Fett in the original. Everybody wanted more Boba Fett. Right. Not anymore. But at the time before, like, so this is great another set and I haven't seen it but Andor has been well received you look at Rogue One right Rogue Mm -hmm. One phenomenal Mm -hmm. but outside of Ahsoka there aren't really Jedi and look I want Jedi because I I want lightsabers that's half the the, the pole of Star Wars but if you're going to that Jedi like Jedi Sith thing if they ever do another one which they will I know they'll, they'll do another yeah, movie. Be another one. Get away from Skywalkers. Get away from clones. To be honest, what I would want, I want like 
prequel, 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 yep. go way back when yep. Jedi and Sith were everywhere. Right. And just, I would love to watch like a character, like the main character just have to deal with the pulls of each side. Correct. You know how uninspiring it was to watch Kylo Ren just go back to the good side? There was nothing there for me. It should have stayed bad. And then yeah. the weird, it like we could we could talk about this for hours. We really could, but that that's my problem. Like it's just it's repetitive when it comes, and they don't they don't try to get too creative with it. Yep. And they think they're being creative, but they're eating their own tail. Yep. No, there, there there's not enough creativity. I think part of what's so admirable and impressive about Rogue One, the movie, about Andor, the show, about Ahsoka, the show, and about the Mandalorian show, is that it has, it's proof of concept that you don't need lightsabers for great Star Wars content. And I agree with you. That is what I first think of when I think of Star Wars. Like, that's just kind of embedded in my mind is, oh, there's lightsabers involved. But it doesn't have to be. The case. So there's a there's a balance to be found there. Like they can be involved, but they don't have to be the the core piece. I want it to like I want them to still be very much involved, mm-hmm. but I want them to I also don't want them to be neutered. I feel like they got neutered in a sense of like sure. people get cut and they don't die. You know what I'm saying? Yes. If I take a laser to yes. the abdomen, yeah. I should be dead. Yeah, you can't you can't cheat like you, that. Your only argument is that it burned as well when it went through and it stopped the bleeding. So it's a bad weapon. Not a very good weapon. Interesting. Bring that swords that like that's just that's where I'm at. And look, Mandalorian, they did kind of bring the sabers back with the black lightsaber. Right. Right, the old dark saber. No, but I mean, look at Obi One. Obi One, that struggled. Yeah, it should have. Yeah, but it struggled. And what was the best part of that movie? Obi One versus Darth Vader. Why? And to get it. Why? Because of the already established relationship yep. between Obi Wan and Vader, right. and the fact that Obi Wan kicked his ass mm-hmm. and can still kick his ass. So <laughs> that's it. Like the rest of it was not good. Right. right. Yeah. So nominal answer to the question. Good for you. It was in depth. I hope it did answer it. It was great. It's a good thing I didn't have a question because it was holy great. crap! I know. I didn't oh. expect that to take. As long as it did. That was fantastic. No, that's, nobody's ever asked me that. So That's great. That's great. I, want to fo- I want to follow up with that. Because when you made that statement, I've been chewing on that. Like, that's a really, that's a very, to your credit, very intentional statement of expressing, here's why I'm not watching Ahsoka right now. Like, it just, just exhausts me. It's like, okay, that's, that's worth exploring and learning more about. That's right. That's part of it. And the other part of it is also like, I feel like I should probably go finish Clone Wars mm. to appreciate it more. Yeah. And I'm I plan on getting there. Right. I just I just need to force myself to yeah. do it. And we'll and we'll recap we'll recap Ahsoka in a later uh, in a later episode. But that is one of the, probably the, if not the highest praise I can give it, is that I am watching it having not seen anywhere close to all of Clone Wars. Having not seen Rebels, which the characters of Ahsoka are, you know, pulled from, 
but it's making me want to, it's doing two things, which is really impressive. I'm enjoying the show in and of itself because it's not limiting my ability to connect with the characters or understand what they're going through, but it's also creating enough interest in my mind of the characters and their history that I want to go back and watch that show. And I think that's a, that's really impressive to pull that off. Like I'm getting dropped into the middle of these characters story, but I'm not lost. And yet I want to go back and learn more. Well, and that's just a testament. And that, that's a good testament to the show. Yep. Because, and this is why I just want Dave Filoni to just oh. be in charge of star Wars. Like Dave I, Filoni and John Favreau, just let him do it. Checks, man. Be- because I mean, we've gotten so many Dave Filoni characters yep. and don't get me wrong. Every Dave Filoni introduced character, especially in clone wars. Mm. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cad Bane in uh when he comes back in Boba Fett. Sure. It was kind of like at the same time, when he's introduced in Clone Wars, he is a badass. Yep. And it's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I yeah. he should just give him the ropes. Because yeah. I he knows what he's doing. He does. He knows how to create characters that are meaningful and worthwhile that aren't necessarily Jedi and Sith. That is what fleshes Star Wars out because that's where you can find that balance of you get the lightsaber action that's part of that Star Wars core, but it's not imbalanced. It's not the only reason to engage with these characters and to watch these shows. You also get so much more. So that's, yeah, it's incredible. That's really incredible. No, that's phenomenal stuff. Now, we have run long, which is great. So, do we see the in the top five territory? I think so. Are we there? I think so. Heavens. That's great. All right, time for. Another classic, JP and the Beans, top five. Now, on this top five, we're having a little destructive fun here. We're imagining the MCU coming to an end. How would we end it? What are our top five ways to end the MCU? ET does. Not just end it. For the sake of resetting, right? Including this universe storylines that we can start fresh start anew how would we do it so right you go first okay number five let's hear it this is kind of a boring one that's okay but i feel like it just needs to be because i'm trying to think of all these different ways you could do it yeah a lot of I, options out there i think they introduce a new item Okay. Now, whether okay. this be like a McCran crystal and they just modify it to what they need it to be, because sure. I really don't understand what that thing does anyways. No idea. Exactly. Yeah. It's magical. No. Uh, but like have something on that level where it's like runes or something, mm-hmm. and then it's like all the best magic users, they have to come together to save the universe because the universe is imploding. Of course. And then after they do it, it just resets everything like a big bang, Boom. comes back in. There's your new thing. And they're like, hey, I think everything's normal. And then you turn around and it's a different guy playing somebody different. You're like, that's different. George Clooney is Batman in the Flash movie. Right, but not poorly done. (laughs) So. (laughs) But what you actually wanted to see. Right. But I think, yeah. So Secret Wars comes along. They introduce this item. They're like, oh, this is the item that can save us. Kang's like, no, no, you don't get that. That's what they're fighting over. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's great. That's my number five. My number five is... Deadpool literally killing everybody and everything in the Marvel Universe. He just goes nuts. He just goes nuts. He's like, you know what? You're all toast. And he just destroys everyone. 
That's my number five. I think it would just be hilarious to watch him go bananas and just smoke people. Because you keep thinking, oh, somebody's going to stop this guy at some point. And he just, no, can't be stopped. That's my number five. Deadpool. Kill them all. Great. Yeah. So you go. There you go. My number four. Can't believe I'm saying this. Because I'm generally not a fan of this genre of Marvel zombies. Bring out the zombies. Zombie takeover. And it's gross. The world has to end. Nukes get launched. Everything's just toast. It's a very sad, somber ending. I hate zombies. I do. I don't know why I'm suggesting this. But number four is uh, is just zombies, man. Some kind of a some kind of disease. And maybe it's because because Bruce Banner's trying to you know figure out how to completely turn himself back into a human. It's got it's got to involve the Hulk somehow. Bruce screws it up, creates this virus wildly, wildly toxic and transmissible freaking zombies. Okay. There you go. That's my number four. Two terrible suggestions so far. My my number four is Deadpool blows it up and then fixes everything. Nice. So nice. I think it'd be fun if, like, he just has, throughout the movie, he's just talking to the audience. Sure. And then through this, he's like, okay, so who do you guys want to kill next? And it's just like, hey, Oh, here's a guy. And it's just like, it's Chris Evans is back. And it's like, and he just slowly like just slices his head off or something. And it's just like, that's all it is. It's like, you thought he was going to be Captain America again? Not going to happen. And he just killed, like, that's how he, and then, or, or like you even see him like bring out a script and then like change the script. Like, just have fun with yep. it. But yeah, yep. Deadpool rewrites it because well he's the one that's breaking the fourth wall so I think it's only right for him to be able to reset it himself that's in great. that kind of way that's great and make it work great avenue great avenue because I mean can you even imagine too he's like yes just with the recasting portion too he's like you know I always imagine him a little bit taller and you can see like different actors switch in right. that character right that would be great and then he finally smokes one right yep Totally agree. So be incredible. Good number four. Okay, number three. Number three. This would be to make the Eternals more relevant. I said mm-hmm. have the Celestials be the reason it resets. Sure. Is because they come in and they're like, we meant to kill you anyways. Mm-hmm. And they come in and just, they're like, let's just start over. Like, all the gods just come together like, um, we've judged you uh, right. unworthy. Uh, you're done. And so I think it would just go back to establishing them as this not even like villainy, but like this just omnipresent. Yep. Like it just gives them that like level of hierarchy in Marvel and the MCU. Just to have that power. And then if they ever come on screen again, right. you're like, uh, what are they doing here? They reset the entire world the last time they were here. <laughs> Freaking celestials, man. So that's my number three. That at least gets some value out of the Celestials, which what a novel idea, right? Let's let's have something good come from this. Fantastic. Agreed. Okay, my number three, Ragnarok. Hear me out, right? So obviously it happens. It happens in Asgard. But Surtur's not done. Surtur's going, oh, you know what? That was pretty fun, but I, I'd like to do more. And he just brings his flaming sword to Earth, cuts Earth in half, 
It's called boom, game over. It's just sort of going on a freaking rampage. They're being credible. Okay. And we're like, wait a minute, time out, Thor, where are you? And Thor just gets smoked. There's Ragnaroks happening over and over again. Just wildness. Surger just goes nuts. Big dude with the flaming sword. Okay. Freaking number three. Solid. My number two, similar vein, this. We've been wanting to see the big guy. What if he just chomps the earth up, right? Comes and just eats it right up. It would establish him as as a threat. Then if he comes back, you're like, oh, he's back again? Right. And first, like, we see him take out the Kree and Scroll worlds. Then he takes out Earth. Because in the comics, that's kind of his thing, is he uh, disenfranchises the scrolls because he demolishes, consumes their homeworld. Why not do it with the Kree as well? Just go nuts. Galactus. Odd off-topic question. Do it. Well, it's on topic. Odd and off. Does he walk through space? Or does he float in space? He really just floats. It's a very impractical deal. Because he's just so big. So he just, like... So he's literally just going like this. I I've, I just thought about that. I'm like, for as big as he is, and for him to not walk, and he just levitates. I just it's it's weird to me because there's no gravity out there, so I he know. has to float. So does he have like jetpack on? And see, these should, are the things. He should have some kind of flying device, can you, even if it's practically not necessary. Like, just do it for show. Can you imagine? That's the, reason, that's the reason he has Silver Surfer. Oh, His Silver Surfer just goes behind him. He's toes like, him. Push him. Just toes just him. Pushes him. He's like, ah, <laughs> too hard, too hard. Bring it back. Or he's like, he's like I wanted that planet. You pushed me too far, man. Or it's like, Silver Surfer is his reindeer. Yep. Yep. That'd be incredible. That is great. Silver Surfer reindeer. So that's my number two. Freaking Galactus with Silver Surfer as the reindeer. Okay. My number two. Very crazy idea. Love it. Mine says, just do it. Hmm. So they they just established like this is we're we're done. Yeah. And then they they take a yep. break and then they're just like new Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it it's it's very anticlimactic, I know. But I like the idea of them just coming out and waving the white flag. You know, but it, it's probably better than a lot of alternatives. Right. Like think of the the uh, the Fox X-Men movies, like the most recent ones, where they, for some reason, forced a Dark Phoenix movie through. Again. Again. Not just once, twice. But a second time. I still haven't seen it. I have no regrets. I don't need like, to I, see it. No. I already know it's going to be bad. Right. Right. And it wasn't it wasn't a good choice. I shouldn't have done it. Yeah. So, that's, yeah. They just never did a good job at setting up aliens for the X-Men. Yeah. That's part of the problem. Stupid. Anywho. Stupid. So, I kind of okay. just want him to just do it. Yeah, wave the flag. Say, you know what? We well, did mostly well. We did mostly pretty good. We're just, we're just going to start over and try again. Just be like, this universe is done. Yes. This is universe, yeah. yada, yada, yada. It's done. We're moving on to this universe. Yeah. We're starting over, kind yeah. of, right? You don't have to do any more origin movies. Totally agree. Right? Totally and then agree. You just, you just live in it. Yeah. And it, the best part about it is, it uncomplicates things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to find anything. Start fresh. Part. Start fresh. Yep. All right. You're number one. My number one. I like the idea, mm-hmm. and I'm picking one specific. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of a villain being the reason that it's saved. Yes. Like the reset happens to save the world, yes. and it's because of a villain. And my choice, and I think this is an obvious choice. It's fine. Dr. Doom. Oh, I want Doom 
to be responsible for fixing everything. Because who would be better than an arrogant Dr. Doom? And then everybody's like, why are you doing this? And all he can, he can just be like, I saved the universe. Right. And you know he's going to pull that card every time they talk. And I just think he would be the best for it. Like, I think right now without Doom, I don't know who you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Because Kang is like the big bad, so he's not going to do it. But to have like, I don't know. I like the idea of Doom yep. being the one to save everything and like it's great. work itself in. But no, again, it's great. you can replace it with a different villain. I sure. just I like the idea of a villain saving it because it puts them in a position where it's like mm-hmm. they've got power and influence. They right. can't give it up. And it's like you owe me a favor now. You know what I mean? As my friend, you owe me this favor. I saved the entire right. multiverse in existence. Right. You owe me. I can do what I want. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. That'd be my number one choice. That's great. Dr. Doom. Listen, my number one, and I love that number one, and I want it to be my number one, but it's yours, and so I can't justifiably steal it from you. So since I can't, I'm just going to say I want Kang to do it, which is not a very original choice, but I do. I'd love to see, I've really enjoyed, obviously, the Jonathan Majors version of Kang. Bad guy win. Just let him win. Right, he conquers, he takes over. Because then, what could be fun is after whatever variant of Kang it is that conquers our known universe. Guess what? Now he's got to reckon with the other Kangs, and so now it's the war of Kangs. All these Kangs fighting against each other until only one is left. Everybody else is dead. Well, you won, but did you really win? Well, and how full circle would it be though to? If one Kang is beating everybody, right. he's sitting at the top of the mountain, right. and then all of a sudden, he who remains comes around the corner. He's like, huh, we've been here before. Rips out his spinal cord because I kept thinking I kept thinking about this with Doom doing that to Thanos. Yeah. Right? So I'd love for yeah. that to just be brought back. Obviously, I'd love Doom to do it instead. But anyways, Fair. Fair. he who remains kills that Kang. Right. And then he like looks at Loki. And he's like, you want to do it my way now? And then he's like, <laughs> and then that's the reset. That's great. It's like, I, great. I like the idea of he who remains coming full circle mm. and being like, this is what happens mm-hmm. when you handle something that you shouldn't be handling. So you didn't kill me. I went on vacation. Right. I just took a break. Good break. But now I'm back. I love it. A lot of options. A lot of ways we could do, you know, do ourselves a favor and reset this bad boy. Agree. Yeah. Totally agree. All right, Riles. That is another phenomenal episode. Great top five. Great dialogue on Star Wars, Loki coming out this week. That's great. What else you got? That is all I love I it. Got. Follow us on YouTube. Like all our stuff. I'm yes. not going to go down the full spiel today because I don't feel like it. Take My it throat is just like, yep. it needs water. It so, on that note, thanks for watching. Godspeed. Peace.